0: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am Morten Røvik and I'm here with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskil Hendrickson. Privit Lars. Privit
1: Morten, good to see you as always and it's always good to be with our listeners out there. We always start off with a quick reminder to remind you of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better gtd So we hope that today's episode supports you in that. If you're new to GTD, we always recommend you go back and listen to episodes 1 through 6 to get an introduction to the basics of GTD. And today's episode is number 87. And the topic for the day is Apple Reminders as your GTD system.
0: Indeed, it is, and uh, this came up because I've migrated to Apple Reminders from OmniFocus, and you're doing the same, but from Todoist, isn't
1: that so? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Just um, started to to move uh, slowly over the past uh, few weeks, making a um, what I hope is a is a, a good way to to make the transition from from one uh, one system to the next. And um, so far, I'm liking
0: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And. I think maybe it is a good idea that we start with um, maybe uh, the very, very, very first question is why on earth would you migrate from one system to another?
1: Hmm. Well, for me, I think the, the main focus for me for a while now has been to simplify my system to make it more easily accessible, more easy to work with. I'm also very sensitive to how much information is is shown to me at any given time. So I really want a, a very clean, a uh, very straightforward system to to set up and maintain and work with. And um, the, that was one aspect. And the other was just to, you know, I've, um, I've been on to do it for, Six years, I think, and uh, now it was time for me to, I think, try something else. Try to try to simplify it a bit, and um, the integrations and the the layout of reminders, I think, was sort of the the key starting point for me to to try that out as a system as well. And also the the other aspect was to, you know, still um, when we deliver trainings, we want to be, you know, well versed in in the different uh, uh, types of software out there, and. Um, mm in many cases at least in denmark when we set people up in companies and also in the in the virtual seminar that i had this week with a a group of people um We set people up in microsoft to do and uh, it's a pretty Mm. straightforward system as we just spoke about Mm. in in the pre-show talk um much of the uh, functionality that is available in Mm. in reminders is is somewhat similar to what we have in microsoft to do and uh, i wanted to again come back to that feeling of just those uh, nice plain straightforward lists. so having that you know a personal experience as well was also part of the the motivation for me what about you
0: no this the same um i've been or I was, uh, or I have been in the OmniFocus system since version 0.9 or something. And uh, I just wanted, you know, it's, your system gets, uh, you know, you try out different things, you try out folders, which I did in excess, uh, a little too many, I think, <laughs> for my, my areas of responsibility. And uh, at some point it's, it's, it. it dawn on me i would i want to try something different just for the trying of it just to refresh my own gtd system because it's easy to get stuck in your old ways and stuck in the way that um you know you've always done it like this and it's Mm -hmm. if it feels stale doesn't attract you anymore it's time to you know try and find something else maybe and um, (sighs) i just want to give a heat of a warning here now for for our listeners is that if you if you're you feel that your system is becoming stale and you're not attracted to it, it might also be that you're not doing it correctly. <laughs> I just mm. want to say that don't 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 blame it on the on the tool. Uh, a, tool <laughs> a fool with a tool is still a fool. So <laughs> so get to know your system well and know your GTD well. Um, should we just pause for just three minutes? And what would you say, Lars, for someone who wants to get really good at getting things done? What is the most important or the one a few of the most important things to remember when you set up and use your system as as you see it
1: well for me when I started off now and just coming back to what you mentioned about maybe over organizing in in omnifocus I think that was certainly also part of what I was trying to to get rid of in, in to do so I had um, mm been trying, I think six months ago, cleaned cleaned out the system, removed a lot of areas of focus and tried to get back to a more plain system. And that really was the, the starting point for me here. Mm-hmm. Um, and again for well the key thing for me to to start off with um, the migration part was really just to rethink the list that i wanted to have and many of them will be the same that i had as labeled before in uh, in todoist but it's nice to sort of revisit them and i know this from you know the danish gcd community as well i know several of the people there that have migrated from one system to the next and just that refresh that this naturally follows that when you migrate something manually from one place to the next you're you're automatically revisiting these things and, and think them through and whether i want to bring them with me to my new system so that was part of the the exercise for me as well
0: hmm. yeah one of the things that i that comes to my mind is that it's um i felt like my system become that drawer and that you is get a little you know it's um we have a word in this in Norwegian. I'm not, I'm not. I don't know if you have that in Danish. I'm sure you have. Rute uh, Um You mm. know this this drawer that gets more and more messy, and there's a lot of stuff there that's you know you don't have any other places for. Um, and and it felt like that a little in my in my GT, uh, sorry my yeah, my GGD system in Omni OmniFocus because there's a lot of old stuff there that I you know I, I had grown custom that it existed there and but then just to clear house and start just fresh new with a new drawer called apple mm-hmm. reminders that has been a good experience for me it's it's um i revitalized my my gtd system and my my gtd practice so
1: mm. yeah nice um, way to put it
0: hmm. so should we just dive into to um, to what is apple reminders and how does it work and why should you at all consider it, and should you consider it, exactly, you know, at all. <laughs> um, I don't know if it, um, we can maybe start with uh, the basis basic series. So if you have an iPhone, that's the bare minimum, or an iPad, the bare minimum for doing this. But if you're in the Apple ecosystem, having an iPhone maybe an, uh, and maybe on a Mac then you should uh, definitely consider that as a possible option if you want to switch or just create your system from a new. Um, and, and uh, you know, Lars mentioned, uh, you mentioned, Lars, the, the, the Microsoft 2 which is a, an excellent system. Um, and especially if you're or on either Android and iPhone and a PC, that is mm-hmm. beautiful. It actually, it, it's not, not actually, it works really well. Um, the 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 and and the system setup is fairly close to what an Apple Reminder uh, ecosystem would look like. Yeah. What differs, as I can see it, um, is the fact that. The tight integration that you get with the, in the Apple ecosystem of stuff is that what differs it from from uh, from um, reminders. You can, if you set it up correctly, use Siri, for instance, to to um, add a task to to do, which is a lot of people don't know this. But if you go into the app, go into the uh, settings, you can then turn on, turn on Siri, and you can said, "Hey, hey, girl." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, hey girl, uh, uh, make a rem- make a reminder or, or create a task, and then sh- she will ask you what what you what would you like to be reminded of, and, and then you just tell her, and then she put it in your, if you define a um, a folder or you know a list as an in the inbox, then it will go in your inbox. Um, exactly the same as you would with with um, Siri and uh, Apple Reminders. So, so mm-hmm. I'm 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 not touting that all of you should now become uh, you know switch to Macs. Um, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> you are not <laughs> there, and which I understand. Um, I've been a PC man for many, many, many years. Um, but if you're on a PC, Microsoft To Do is a good alternative, but if you're on a uh, you want to look at reminders, you can use it on your phone as maybe a standalone system. It actually works fairly well without the Mac as well. Yeah. So, um, what is your because you've been looking at this, what is what is attracting you Lars to this um, uh, system? What, What made you look at reminders as a
1: say because you did it more <laughs> no no I think um no that was that was certainly part of the the reason um I think you know it's been time for a refresh for me for for quite a while um so after being with the same system for five years um it was time for me to try something new I think I think before to Todoist I was on OneNote and I used that for many years as well so um, I think that was sort of a, there's there maybe a frequency for me to, to try out something new. Um, I think the, yeah, certainly the integrations across uh, different items. So I was also, yeah, one, I don't know if it's, <laughs> if anyone out there can relate. Um, so we use the, the Google suite um, as our platform for managing um, email. Um, normally would use the, the web interface. I get really annoyed by the fact that when I respond to an email, it pops up in, a, in the bottom right corner and I want to respond to that email. And typically there will be multiple paragraphs and I will re- want to respond to each of those. And it was just, you know, cluttering the interface. It was really sort of overlapping, couldn't really see the email. Uh, I'm sure there are some tools out there that can can help you with this. Um, but that also actually led me back to, to Apple Mail. So I'm able to actually have them as separate windows, put them up next to each other, works the same way for me here on the Mac as well. When I'm on the, uh, the iPad, I can do the split screen view and I can have my email in one side and and my email client in the other. Um, so that was actually part of the motivation as well to, to, to switch over there as well, away from the Gmail interface and then over to, to Apple Mail. Hmm. Um and then I still actually use just to, to wrap up the, the email side of things. Um I still go in on a daily basis in the uh in the Gmail interface and the reason for that is that um, I still haven't found the button. Perhaps you can tell me where it is, but the button not to automatically fetch emails when they show up because obviously I don't want them to keep you know, uh, dumping into my inbox. I, I prefer to have that inbox pause functionality. Um, so I still use that plugin. Uh, so the boomerang one is the one that I personally use. So I'll go in there, I'll pause the email, and uh, you know, uh, this afternoon we're recording this on a Friday. So I'll pause it until Monday morning. And then those emails will, uh, will show up at nine or something like that.
0: Hmm. No, and uh, 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 I'm, I'm just want to make sure I'm, I'm asking, uh, intelligent questions now, but you're talking about mail or, or Gmail, for that mail. App. So, 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 so ah, I'm in,
1: yes. in, in, um, I'm in Gmail for, for setting that, that pause functionality because they have that, uh, that plugin, um, hmm. But otherwise, um, so during the day, if I respond to an email now, I'm back on the mail app. Uh, okay.
0: Application. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've I've uh, I've not w- walked that walk with uh, Apple Mail yet because I have a little troublesome past with them because when the database of your emails is really big, it takes a big chunk of your hard drive. And um, I prefer having that in, uh, you know, in the cloud. Hmm. Um, and, um, uh, I'm not sure if you can, then I'm sure you can, but then it loses some of my functionality that I want to, I will, I want to be able to, 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 if I make a a mail search, I want to search everything, not just whatever the the app decide to download. If you said download the last days, 30 days of emails, maybe I will not have the possibility to, to do that search. Um, and, uh, but I'm using uh, uh, Gmail. Um, in Chrome, and you can use Gmail in Chrome to just evoke your Siri. You can act- activate Siri in, on your keyboard. It's um, command space, I think I've used for this, and then Siri wakes up and I will tell her, um, Remind me uh, of this. And it will show up in the list I've called my default list on in reminders called Inbox with a link back to that email. So mm-hmm. that's um, that's fairly cool, and yeah, I'm I, that works for me, and yeah. um, and it will it will open the, a Chrome window with that or a Chrome tab with that email when I'm ready to answer it. Even if my I close uh, the the Gmail tab itself, it will just open that email. So. It so makes, that's how you will
1: so. move emails sort of out of the inbox and over into your system, and then you can define the next action. Or, or how does that then work for you?
0: No, what I do is that I, when I've when I've um, when I have an email I want to create an action for, I would uh, uh, just ask Siri to remind me this, and it will uh, that email will then suddenly appear as uh, a. An, an, an action in my inbox then i have to redefine that and then i can make an archive and i can open it again because the, the yeah. gmail is very good at searching even though you know that as long as the uh, the unique last part of the url is correct and it will find it whichever um, folder it might reside in even if it's hmm. all items or something like that so <laughs>
1: And just just on, on that note, um, I was recently in uh, Greenland doing coaching and, and seminars. Um, and in that, um, we work primarily with the web interface for Outlook. So I had a chance to, to work a bit more with that. Um, and again, if you're looking to... So now we're specifically talking about reminders, but if you weren't to do um, it, actually, is very nice uh, now to to be in your email inbox to just drag emails over. It'll work fine with that link back, even if you move that email again, the link back won't work just fine, just like you described for, for Gmail. So mm. I think um, you know again for those of you who are not in the Apple ecosystem, we're talking about reminders because that's where you and I are now. But uh, mm. but it works again very nicely in uh, in uh, in the Microsoft environment too.
0: Uh, it does. It does. Um, um, I, I think maybe we should just talk about how we set up. The, um, you know, I'm a little ahead of you in the curve. And I, in the pre-show, we had a quick look at my system, and I can't just show you my system, people, on camera because um, <laughs> uh, so we are on YouTube now. It will be um, client confidential information. I can't show you, and I. Uh, I I can't do that. But what I've done is that I created uh, the basic lists that you need. And um, I will just pull up my Apple Reminders just to to have a look at them so that I know what I'm talking about. Um, Because it's, it's, um, it's a little important that you have the correct lists in your system. Let's see. I'll just do like this. So my... My, um, my lists are as follows. Um, I used single lists for um, the default list you can set up in the settings to be whatever you want it to be. I renamed the, the default reminders to be Inbox. And uh, I've used my iPhone because I find that easier to then create icons for each of the lists that I want. For instance, my decide outcome work is the second list on my, uh, on my, in my list system. I've had a, you know, a building of an office and then my decide outcome personal is a house. So I use icons because I'm very visual in my navigation that helps me to find the correct list fast. And then I've created um, a folder um, of uh, lists. That is, you can create a folder um, that you can collapse so that you can close it and open it whenever you want um, for my next actions. So for this, I have a next action folder and I have um, my list for at Office, at Mac, at home and errands. These are the four next actions lists that I'm using. And then I've done the same thing for uh, agenda for. So I have a um, agenda for folder or um, and I have then agenda for t- um, each of the people I talk to on a regular basis. So L- Lars, you have a list. you know this? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I have uh, a waiting for list. I have a someday maybe list. Then I created something that works for me. I have some some repeating tasks that need to come up on my radar. So those are, uh, I put um, um, uh, what you call it, e- uh, deadlines on. So it will show up in my day uh, list just because uh, I need to remember this on specific days. I have to... I have some money I have to send. I have to clean the Roborock, uh, 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 our vacuum cleaner, once a month. And it is, it, if it doesn't fit me to do it right now, I can then just postpone it for an hour or a day or just move it to another day. And I have other things that repeating. And then I have my weekly review checklist, which is just a list uh, of um, repeating tasks that is my weekly review done uh, is equals happy Morton with a smiley face uh, <laughs> and then a link from that to my weekly review note checklist. I use used Apple notes to create uh, one list with my uh, for my um, for my uh, you know the the different items of my um, we, uh, we touched upon this in an early episode also but but uh, just my my uh, my my uh, checklist for for my weekly review and the reason i've done that there is because i can then just reset them when i'm finished very easily i don't have to untick them i just go in a note and then just mark everything on uh, unchecked um then i have uh some lists that are in one list that's um, um decide outcome on pause uh, i call it or or you know the 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 things that I'm not doing right now that but when I have time I will then upgrade them this is the um, more or less the 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 bigger brother of someday maybe or the more certain brother of the someday maybe someday maybe it's just someday or maybe I will want to do something about this is more like ideas for me but uh, uh, decide outcomes on pause is my Preferred place to park things that I know I have to get around to. It's um, I deem it as important but not urgent, and and there it's not on my radar right now. It will come at some point. Then I have uh, some just some lists. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to keep them there. Maybe I'll move them out somewhere else. It's, I have um, uh, a list of things I would like to read, and it's like a reading list. Uh, read if I feel like it. Uh, I have to name it like that to make sure that it doesn't become um, something I feel like just have to do. And uh, I have some um, ideas for nice things to do with my wife list, and then I have um, what I want to buy if I run into some excess money, which has been this this is growing <laughs> at the moment because of the economical situation in the world but um, uh, things i want to buy is is on that one so um and that is basically my structure and in addition to this i have a shopping list my shopping list is also uh, shared with my wife so that if i I can tell Siri that, "Hey, lady, uh, add two milk to the shopping list," and then uh, it will show up on her shopping list as well. So when she gets uh, in the in in the grocery store, she can open that up and see what what, what did Morton think I should buy, or I can see what she wants me to buy when I'm there. And what I've done. More or less religiously, if I decide, decide that something is a project, is a desired outcome for my personal or professional life, I've used um, hashtags. Uh, and I use a hashtag to create um, a link between the, the project and the next action or the waiting for or whichever category it might be in. But for, and if I go for my desired outcome, I will then create, for instance, I have, we are creating some videos now. It's called, um, in English, Frenzied or Focused, uh, which is um, a video series. For those of you who are in, in, in Norway, um, consider taking that. It's a free uh, video course we made, uh, four videos, four lectures you might want to take um and this this is called um uh, hashtag ff for frenzied or focused and then um, what happens if you create um, a hashtag either in the text of the the, the task itself or you have even actually a uh, um a tag uh um, what would you call that uh
1: a field for a field. field. Yes, correct.
0: Yeah. A field for for the hashtags as well. I don't use that very often because it then it get an extra line. So I use it in the text. So in the text, it would be um, um, for instance, uh, frenzy and focus video elections converts and uh, people uh, learn more GTD. And then um, I can also use that note field for giving myself some information. But what happens when I then make um, a hashtag, is there is a list automatically uh, generated list at the end of the list view uh, on the side, on the sidebar that gets that hashtag. So if I then want to do my weekly review, I just click that um, hashtag and it automatically sorts everything that has that hashtag. The same as uh, Microsoft To-Do or more or less the same as Microsoft To-Do would do. Um, same functionality and that makes it very easy to do a weekly review because then i can make sure that i do have an next action on all my um desired outcomes that's on my active list of um desired outcomes professional and work mm. um yeah and and we mentioned something that you um, in the pre-show that uh, you didn't know but there are Uh, There is a possibility to create templates, so you can create templates lists. So next time you you create a new list, you can then add add it from um, a template list um, that you created before. So if you have recurring projects that you would like to save some time on, you might want to do that and create templates. So when the project reoccurs to you, it might be a good idea to to take it from there. Um, And one of the things, I just I'm I'll, let me pause for a second. Uh, <laughs> well, well, um, uh, have you seen something I haven't seen about lists yet? Do you do you have something uh you would like to comment? No, I think it
1: it's um you know, it's it's of course um quite similar really so I have the inbox, mm-hmm. I have the personal projects, the work related projects, mm-hmm. um a few more lists um split up um, for uh, for home uh, stuff to do on mm-hmm. the Mac stuff to do around the house. Um, I mm-hmm. think um, it's fun that you also had the recurring one or the repeating one, as, as I've called mm-hmm. it in mind. So, so some mm-hmm. stuff that that will automatically come come back to me also have one called planned, which is just for those mm-hmm. location based reminders um, that I just want to um, typically location based or that's kind of a, a tickler file, mm-hmm. uh, those kinds of mm-hmm. items that they end up in there. Um, one uh, one technical question, just um, I don't know if you have come across. um, When you share, I don't know if you have any of those lists that are shared, but what I have found may just be a bug on my end, but I'm unable to put a list that someone else shared with me into a group. And that kind of bugs Ooh. me because uh, because mm. I'm not able to move them things around. So for example, my, my, my wife who also works in the company has uh, shared a list of uh, projects that she's working on in the company. Um, I have a group for vital learning with all the different uh, lists in there, but I'm actually unable to move that into the group. So I'm guessing that's kind of a, it's gotta be a bug somewhere. Um, yeah. But that doesn't work for me yet. D- I don't know if you have found a solution. I-
0: I have not, but I, I'm looking now that I can share lists with you when it is in within a folder in a group.
1: Mm. So
0: maybe the idea is, or maybe the, the solution to this is just to create a new list inside a folder and then move the uh the next actions uh there and then share the, the list after i don't know that
1: yeah i think sense. the list owner can can actually do the organization because i have a group mm-hmm. with uh so some things that are shared oh, so that makes fine yeah. but on the other yeah, end yeah. the repeat yeah. the, re, the yeah. receiving party cannot exactly. Uh, organize exactly
0: groups. okay so and that, and that makes sense as well because um um or I don't know how much sense it, it should, the flexibility should be there, but it reminds yeah. me of what Microsoft to do does. If you share a list with someone, uh, it will show up as delegated to me or you can delegate um, in um, Teams and Planner in, um, or Planner in Teams. And it's actually changed name now mm-hmm. so it's called planner and tasks for teams i think it's a little yeah. so confusing nice, it's uh, a moving target trying to, to, try to <laughs> yeah but uh, the idea then is that um, if you then you will have just a, a list of the things that have been delegated to you and then 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 you have to recreate that in your system so that's even more um, you know close down Yeah, that's when yeah.
1: you use the planner yeah absolutely um, hmm. absolutely now okay so I'm I'm guessing that's probably a bug but that'll be that'll be fixed otherwise it mm-hmm. you know it's it's of course very similar <laughs> we have the mm-hmm. shared shopping list that we can add to um so no no surprise there I don't use the hashtags um and that's um partially on purpose because I wanted to go mm-hmm. back to the vanilla GTD separate lists and and walk <laughs> through that um let's see if I revert and that's you know that's part of the the um, the thing that I'd be most curious to see as I as I, you know, go forward, and I'll use this uh, for for a few months, and you know, how much will I miss that link between projects and next actions that I had so nicely set up over in in Todoist? So, that'll let let's see how that goes. Obviously, the the hashtags is is certainly one way to to go about that. Um, one thing I was curious about as well, I remember from when we spoke about your use of OmniFocus that when you put dates on items into OmniFocus if I remember correctly that was sort of a, a hard landscape kind of thing that was similar to this something that has to happen uh, on this day is that still the case in Apple reminders if I even remember correctly
0: um well in in OmniFocus you have two different kinds of dates it's called defer date and due dates and mm. um and depending on how you set up your system it could then mean that it shows up on that day as a deferred item the problem with that as i remember as i recall it is that if that deferred date then passed and you don't look at that deferred date then then it will kind of go into darkness you will not remember it after after afterwards (laughs) um but um what i'm how i'm using this in apple because you know the um before i go home in the afternoon, uh, I will, or early in the morning, I will then decide what is my two, three most important things I need to get done today. That's not in my calendar. If I have some, you know, air in my calendar, I want to uh, have that visible for me. So, so the way that I've done done this is that I've turned off notifications on my Mac for anything that has to do with the reminders, and but I use the the due um, dates on the on the items. As what I call a soft date, soft due date. And okay, what, so they are um, soft
1: dates. Okay. Uh,
0: for for me, it is soft. It doesn't have. It doesn't go anywhere. And it doesn't give me a pling or a ding or a, or a notification of any sorts. Um, I turned it off on my my uh, phone as well. The only thing that, if sometimes I don't know why, <laughs> it shows up on my Apple Watch. Uh, it, <laughs> it come, yeah. I just and that's a little annoying. You can turn off. For instance, you can turn off. Um, um, when do you want to be reminded of this? Um, if you have due, because you can give it as a due date today, or due date today and a specific uh, time during that day. Um, which is uh, fairly interesting because it it gives you the way of differentiating it. This is just need to get done today or at specific time. I need this reminder, but but it is a little you know the how it is with reminders is that you can get bogged down with them. Then you can they can kill you <laughs> uh, or kill your attention. So so using that with any without any sort of uh, reminders. Um, it can show up on my phone when I'm outside as a soft. That's okay, but I don't want to have a reminder of whatever is going to is due today, I don't need that. Um, but um, one of the things that I found very um, beneficial in addition to the, that, you can get time-based reminders and then you can use that as a way to make what I call a short list for, for what I need to get done today, today I have. Uh, my weekly review needs to get done. I have um, three tasks that I would like to get to before I go home today. It that, doesn't take a long time. It's just write a couple of emails. But these are things that I I, I deem to be important enough. To, to I want to see them in a very specific little space. It's called today. Hmm. One thing that I also use a lot, I don't know if you use that, uh, is um, the remind me of something when what happens for instance when mm-hmm. i'm in the next time when i am i'm writing loris an, an sms or a an i iMessage. Uh, i want to be reminded of this and then because then it if i send you an sms and uh, it will automatically show me uh, what remind me of what I, what I wanted to tell you when i write that mm. that i that i like um and I also like the, the, the location-based reminders. So for instance, when I'm close to one of the magazines that I know I frequent um, uh, often uh, or not very often, but every week or every second week we, we go there. And then it will remind me, buy this. Don't forget mm. to buy this if you're close by. And um, that I, I, I like. I also like the remind me when I leave from here. For instance if i'm in a, you know you're in the lobby at the client and you get an uh, you get a um, uh, i get a, an email from loris i want to call you when i leave that um, place and i can do that i can just say remind me of this when i leave here and then when i go out the door and get a, you know 50 meters outside the door or something like that then i will get a reminder on my phone to 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 call you hmm. yeah um, no i love that
1: one as well no those, those, those are really really useful
0: yeah and then you can for instance when I get in the car or when I get out of my car it's just the same when it connects to some Bluetooth uh, device your phone it can give you the the same same idea so um uh, do, do you have some uh, other tricks up your sleeves Lars that you have?
1: no I think those those are really um, especially the location-based ones I think that's also part of the the motivation for me to to migrate mm-hmm. to to reminders because I uh, they're just so helpful so mm. there'll be oh that's right I need to just update some some things before the uh, before the seminar when I get to the office I'll you know get that reminder when I get there um, I like the idea of the one with the text based reminders but mm. I've never actually used it myself um, but yeah. the the location based one and the car related one those are, the, mm. are certainly certainly important for me mm. there are people um,
0: yeah sorry. The- I'm I'm just using that um, what we just talked about now um, as a way to remind me of things. Uh, the SMSs I have some people I send SMS all the time. with main communication channel. So if I rem- I'm reminded I must mm. not forget to tell this, then it goes there. So yeah. not very often, but yeah, it, it's sense. there, and I like the idea. So mm.
1: Mm, yeah. No, I think other than that, what I'm you know. Mm-hmm. When you migrate from a more complex system, uh, or with system with more features, perhaps mm. um, I'm I'm curious to see what I will miss the most. Obviously, the the key one will be the link between projects and next actions, and then how that will will work for me now that I'm trying mm. out the the plain version without the the hashtags. The other key thing that I will be yeah, looking to to change around is to, um, you know, the the capture part is very nice and easy with Siri, but most times I won't because in, in many cases, the transcription won't be won't be good enough. So I still use uh, Mm. brain toss. So that'll have to go now to my, my email where it went to the Todoist inbox. Mm. Um, That's sort of a minor thing, but, um, but that will have to change. Um, And then the checklists, Those are still the ones that I'm most curious about. And um, it anyway came up that we had to make a change now with the new trainers that are are now um, on board with uh, Vital Learning. Um, I wanted to set up a good set up shared checklists that we could then use to track that, uh, you know, the seminars that we're delivering, that they are on track, mm. that they are ready, that we have the materials shipped to them, that, you know, that, that these things get done. Uh, so have that kind of shared overview, uh, looked into different systems. We ended up again, <laughs> I think I mentioned this to, you, uh, taking your boring approach, but that, uh, <laughs> yes. that seems to be the best one, uh, Google sheets. Um, so, so that's where we set exactly. it up now. Mm. Um, I've been, customizing a list now so it's um you know you go in there you can filter whether it's for a client or it's an open seminar virtual or in person um and there's a you know date functionality to help you navigate which dates you need uh, whether it's done and it's marked as completed who is actually the owner of this item so all of that good stuff is is in there and i think we now have a, a process that will that will work um so the only thing that is missing for those checklists that i had in, in to do is, is those date specific ones where I um, in theory I could go in and check the checklist to see if mm. there were anything on that given date but obviously that that'll be a bit uh, you know heavy heavy workload so what mm. I'm looking at now is to play around with that the template and make make one that I can then have uh, and and set up in my own system for the tasks that would fall to me either mm. for the admin stuff around a, a specific seminar or for me as a trainer to to get that mm. uh, get that set up so I think in the end it will be be easier better um to to set it up this way it'll give a give that shared overview mm. uh the possibility to collaborate uh with a shared checklist but still also give mm. me the dates and information that i need in my system so so that's um that's what i'm looking at and now sort of next next steps
0: yeah and just to to um i I've, I've dabbled around with um, google docs today and i understand there's a lot of changes coming for those of you who are in in the g suite programs um, and I think the same will happen in in, um, in uh, Google Sheets where you actually, if you are using Google Tasks or G- Google Reminders, I don't know what it's called, I think it's called Google Tasks. Um, if you are using that, then you can also um, you know create the tasks f- inside uh, a sheet or a document um that will show up at the person you put that at loris and then put the check mark it will be automatically assigned you which is uh you know some of the I'm not telling you to to swap now oh <laughs> that
1: sounds interesting <laughs> maybe i should yeah,
0: yeah. no but, but i i have i have actually um had a um i have a client now a coaching client who's in the google swear only and who is uh, migrating into uh, google tasks so that's also a possibility mm. um some quirks and you know some things you need to work around to get it to work as a, you know a, a good GTD system but it is it is functional it, it's it's you know if, and I'm sure that Google and the others will make a lot of changes in the time to come now as uh, AI becomes more prevalent prevalent prevalent. Blah, 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 blah. how do you say <laughs> that more more in
1: the in the focus <laughs> more visible no and 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 like you said now it's it's it is actually pretty impressive that you know, the basic functionality across Reminders, Microsoft to do mm. Google Google Tasks, um, mm. it, it really can work well and integrate well with, with email, which has historically at least been for me a, a challenge to mm. figure out how could we do this in the best possible way. Mm. And now it seems to be that not really all of the major platforms have, have actually this functionality available. So yeah. Yeah. cool,
0: I, cool Im- stuff. Im- Imagine that, that everything can connect to everything. That is, yeah. um, makes it easier to keep an on your files that you need for action support um, you know everything can talk to each other I, I kind of like that um, <clears throat> one thing I have two things more that I wanted to, to, or three things just want to say that I've been playing around with uh, um, uh, Apple shortcuts which is the programmable part of where you can create small scripts that can do things for you um, one of the scripts I built is just to, to grab things from a web page and then uh, create it, put it in the, the, the notes part of, um, of a reminder and then I can then automatically save it with that sh- um, shortcuts to, um, to the inbox so I can clarify and organize it from there. Um, so mm, shortcuts cool. as integrated to reminders so if you want to try and dabble with that that's also a possibility. And uh, one of the things I've also uh, played with is the possibility to use an app called Hooks or Hooks, uh, Hooks app, I think it is called. It's a Mac app only, uh, but it is a way to hook things together. So if I have six files I, I, I have in six different locations that belongs to one project and I can hook them together, And create what's called a hook, and then uh, paste that hook into the reminder. So I can just click that hook, and then I get um, um, an overview of all the documents, or um, emails, or web pages, or you know, basically anything that you can. um, uh, That is an item in your Google, um, sorry, in your Apple ecosystem. Mm. So if for those of you who find that interesting, hooks app. And uh, one thing that is my last reflection for today is that I have decided to try and keep my system within 100 items. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, because and, uh, and that is a little of a battle. Now I'm 125, so I want to just to make sure that my system don't get overgrown. I know I had a tendency in, uh, in OmniFocus before is to let things just, grow, you know, I, I captured almost anything that might, could be someday relevant but as you get a little older a little more mature you, you you get a little more you know as I told you talk about before you know this seriously uh the bullshit filter you have to activate that um and uh but and a way to activate that for me is to make sure that I have a number of items because there, there are too many things in this world to do than there is time so how do I make sure that I don't feel bad about things I'm not doing that one part is to decide not doing it, or either just delete it, or put it in the someday maybe. But if you have too many someday maybe's, then you get stressed by that. So, yeah, hmm. 125 yeah. is a little too much. I'm going to try and work it down to around 100. Then I will, I'm sure I will have good days.
1: Hmm. I have but 168 what's... right now, so okay. <laughs> some work for me. To get <laughs> yeah. done. Well, and I still haven't migrated all of the the stuff. So, no, there's hmm. um um certainly some some things to weed out perhaps some of the lists are yeah. shared um a lot of uh, different errands. so um i wouldn't you know focus too much on that for for my system but uh, but no. i agree with you to to keep that number low and and yeah i noted both in the both you and and david in the coaching call earlier this week i uh, said uh, yeah. yeah all of this gets easier with with age <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um one of the things that uh, I'm not sure if um, that gets easier, but it is you get more, or at least I've become more aware of what it does to me when if I have too many things on my plate. It's Mm -hmm. nagging me that I'm not getting around to it. So I've decided to try and find a number of things that I can have on my plate and at the same time feel good about them all. Mm -hmm. Even the ones I've decided not to do something about now, but that i will yeah. do something
1: about later mm, yeah perhaps that's even the the best tip of the day to be more aware of that at least i i recognize that as well
0: mm. because all of the things you're not doing um, will pull on pull on your attention even though you're not doing them yeah. so mm, so decide exactly. to do them or not so well um with those uh, ending words i think we are at the end are we not
1: we are ready to wrap up and as we always do with a quick reminder to head on over to vicelearning.eu have a look around Mm -hmm. you'll find the information about the the different uh, seminars that we offer speeches you'll find links to the Mm -hmm. country websites as well Mm -hmm. um so go over there have a look around outside the nordics head on over to cruciallearning.com to find Mm -hmm. your local Partners, um, mm-hmm. I would also normally remind you about the uh, GCD Summer Camp 2023. Tell you that sign up is open. Actually, now sign up is closed because mm-hmm. uh, the last three uh, seats before. were filled. The last last re- yeah yeah you're right three three months before the 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 summer camp, it's it's already fully booked. So I have a few people on the waiting list right now I'm looking into whether mm. we can can make something happen for for them. Uh, if you want to get on that waiting list, I think for now is to just email me directly, and I'll put you on that list. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool that there's been so much uh, support for this. So mm. thanks so much for those of you listening who will be mm. attending looking forward to seeing you there. For those of you who don't know about it, perhaps uh, gtdsummercamp.com is where to go mm. to find more information.
0: And uh, if they wanted to send you an email, that would be lars at vitallearning.dk, wouldn't it be?
1: That is correct. Yes, your email game is spot on uh, today. (laughs) Yeah, today.
0: (laughs) Last time, not so much. So, um, but um, um, for those of you who have not done that yet, I would like to um, encourage you to subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast app you're using do so on youtube as well and you know subscribe and like and bell and everything if you like to get notified and we do like um, when some people give us a five star rating somewhere we, it makes us happy so if you want to support us do that and uh, make sure that you share the, the podcast with someone who could uh, use this knowledge um, Absolutely. and i think that's that's it
1: that is it is it
0: here yeah, so until next time Loris and everyone else stay safe and stay productive <laughs> bye 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 bye